I think I would just like to encourage the mom that it's okay to cry out to God when you need to. Again, I feel like sometimes we just want to fix it all and be it all and do it all. And and it can lead to exhaustion. And the exhaustion is real and the frustration is real and the the hard days are real. And I think sometimes that has to be acknowledged. And I'm sure, uh, Ms. Lori, you can understand the hard is real. You're not blowing it out of proportion. The overwhelm is a real emotion. The other side of the coin, if you will, though, is also use this time to build a foundation with your children whether it be in this case, I have two daughters, whatever children you have, males or females, just use this time, use the hard, if you will, to pour into them as much as you possibly can. Yeah, I would say just to the fatherless girls, something that maybe to some may seem small, but something I wish I would have heard back in my the earlier days of all of this happening is you're going to make it and you're going to be okay. And God is going to show up in your life if you let him and he's going to redeem and restore and bring so much joy. And I know maybe some of you guys can't see that yet. There was a time I couldn't see it. And there's still days where I get blindsided and I don't see it, but just kind of being closer to a decade out from it, God's got you. He's going to bring you through and he is going to bring so much good and joy into your life that, you know, it's going to start to help mend and make it better and you're going to be okay. God is a father to the fatherless. 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 Hi, this is Lori Apon, the host of Help, I'm Raising Fatherless Kids. I am excited about the second half of a conversation I had with Jennifer and Erica Bolding, a sweet mom and daughter who candidly talked about their grief journey and all the emotions that came with processing the loss of their husband and dad. I feel sure that moms and girls who are struggling with anger will be encouraged as they both shared from their own personal experience. Jennifer, again, you may be hearing some of this in a different way as she's talking, and maybe you've actually walked with her through all of this. How would you encourage moms who are listening, who have a daughter who's mad at God, who has a daughter who is wanting to harm herself? The enemy's telling her there's no reason to live. The enemy may be saying, you did something to cause your husband to leave, or you're the reason why you don't have a dad. How would you encourage a mom who is prayerfully holding on to hope and she doesn't really know the best way to encourage her daughter. I've heard you say counseling, but what other practical ways could a mom be of help? Oftentimes I found when I talk about our journey, I don't mean to necessarily look back in negative ways, but sometimes I like to reflect on what I wish I would have done differently. Mm -hmm. 
And because, you know, we're, we are eight years out now mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're all eight years older and eight years down the road. And, you know, again, it's the mystery of grief. Sometimes it feels like eight days and sometimes it feels like 80 years. You know, it's a, hard, sure. it's a hard time measurement, but um, we are eight years out. And I wish and I would encourage a mother at this point to listen listen to what they're telling you, your children are telling you. Again, I feel like so many times I got wrapped up in fixing everything. You know, moms were fixers. We want Mm -hmm. everything to be just so, and Mm -hmm. uh, I can fix this. You know, just if you give me enough time, I can make it okay. Um, And that may not be reality, you know. Um, You may have to get help from somebody you know, godly, trusted, and that's okay. It is okay to say, mm-hmm. I can't do all this. I would encourage them to be okay with accepting good help and to be okay with listening, even if it's up into the night and you're mm-hmm. losing maybe some precious sleep or whatever, um, just to be there. I have found that I have tried to tell them over and over again, even though I was hurting and I maybe was exhausted or whatever, I love you. And there's nothing we can't figure out. We will figure it out. Sometimes it's not overnight, obviously, but just keep speaking those words of I love you. I'm here for you. It's going to be okay. And again, it's not easy. And it's not quick, but it will be okay. And thankfully, you know, my girls, I think, trusted me and heard me with that because my heart was very sincere that that's what I wanted for them. And hopefully that came through. But also to be encouraged in that sometimes we also try to be the mom and the dad. And I didn't do well with that, truthfully, for a while. That was a hard thing to get my mind wrapped around because I was mom. I felt like that's who I was called to be. I didn't want to necessarily try to be something I wasn't. You know, I didn't know how to be dad. And so I had to learn to give myself a lot of grace around that concept and had to kind of make that look different for us because I didn't want to try to replace who he was. I didn't even know how to start that. So I would encourage um, other moms in similar situations to give yourself grace Mm -hmm. and to give yourself time and listen. Such wise counsel. Thank you for that. Erica, what would you say to the girls who are going through this really rough season? I would say don't be afraid to go to your mom like your mom is the parent that God has left you with that he has given you and there was a time where I hid a lot of what I was feeling from my mom and I think in hindsight that made it worse and it gave the enemy room to seek kill and destroy even more and the enemy is strongest when we're isolated that's where he can do his quote-unquote best work. So I would encourage fatherless girls 
don't isolate yourself find your safe people and really like cling to your mom don't let the enemy steal your mom from you because it won't help you or your mom and it won't help the grief to hide from them i would also say on the same lines finding good community and good friends like even if they don't fully understand it sometimes it's hard to find you know other fatherless girls just on like the day-to-day because it's obviously not the norm but finding good godly friends that love the lord and want to uplift you and want to walk with you on your journey i think that's really important i'd also say understand that there are obviously statistics about fatherless girls and there's the daddy issue stuff and what the world says about fatherless girls don't get too consumed in that um obviously you want to be aware and know that like god calls us to something different but i think something that i did was i got so consumed and all of that and trying to disprove that that I ended up putting like an excessive amount of pressure on myself to be perfect so that nobody could be like she's one of those fatherless girls like nobody could say anything Mm -hmm. about me and that ended up doing its own kind of damage the enemy kind of took that and did some damage with that too I think the most important thing is to cling to what the bible says don't focus so much on what the world has to say about you focus on what God says about you and who he says you are and when you do that you automatically push out all of those worldly things that the world says you're going to be so I think it would just be switching that perspective and really clinging to the fact that God is father and what he says about us in the bible you know and finding our identity in him no matter what anybody else says because there's people in this world that are going to tell you to not cling to those bible verses and not cling to what god has to say but do it anyway don't listen to the people that ultimately the enemy is using to tear you down to get you stuck in this bubble and this mindset that you're not good enough just because you're fatherless that is so good Moms often will see our kids that they are excelling. They're doing all the right things. They're making the grades. They're perfect. And that is a subtle way that often disguises their grief because it sounds like what you are dealing with a little bit, Erica, is I'm going to prove I'm not that fatherless statistic, so I'm going to be perfect. And so you set yourself up for failure because none of us will ever be perfect. And so that's good that you bring that in. And I love the other parts that you're sharing because it kind of brings in where the Lord led you. Your senior year, you came to Perspective Ministries and asked if we would consider doing an event for fatherless girls. And I jumped all over it because your vision met with my passion to encourage moms and daughters. I like also that you're saying to value that relationship with your mom. I say this often. This is why we do our events for fatherless kids and their moms, because your mom is the parent that God has chosen to raise you. And yes, your parents raise their children to release them. But when we don't have an earthly dad as a mediator, 
which often is a very valuable part of the relationship and the family is that dad that can be an advocate for mom, the advocate for the child. The dad is there to lead the home in so many ways. And when that piece is missing, of course, Satan wants to get right in the middle and take away what's left and to put that wedge in between the mother and the daughter or the mother and her son. So I was so excited when you wanted to do this event. And I think you're the one that said, let's call it Daughters of the King. And so to hear your backstory makes it even more precious that God was turning your focus to him as a daughter of the king and that you are going to bring other girls with you and you're going to encourage other girls. It just I love the story of God working in lives. And so I love how he's worked in your life and the impact that you've had on so many girls. So this was your senior project was to do this event. So we had our first Daughters of the King event two years ago with the moms and girls. And then we just had our second event. We might link that in the show notes to a recap of that. But what I observed this time Erica, was a boldness in you and a courage to step out and be vulnerable, to be transparent, and to watch that unlock something in these other girls. They felt like they had a safe place. Wow, I've never heard anybody say they're angry, much less talk about being angry at God. Again, we're not promoting anger at God. I know you wouldn't promote that. You probably would have wanted to have run from that because not comfortable to be angry at God, but it happens. And for you to be able to share that, but also to give hope. And I watched you and listened to you gently direct the focus of these girls to God as father and to give their anger to God, to let him carry that weight. It was beautiful to watch it, it makes me cry because the Holy Spirit was really at work. And so thank you for confiding in your mom. Thank you for getting the help that you needed. Thank you for fighting this battle. I do believe a lot of it is a spiritual battle that we fight. Thank you for pushing into your grief, but turning your focus towards God and Daughters of the King has created a community, a safe place where moms can realize, wow, I'm not the only one raising girls without a dad. We'll be doing a mom and man event in the fall for moms with boys without dads, which is a whole different type of parenting that is sometimes involved without a dad. But just to realize you're not alone. God didn't create us to live in this world alone. And one of the biggest tools that you've said the enemy uses is isolation. If he can pull us away from everyone, that's where he can whisper his lies and his accusations. And that is where he can take us down. So thank you for just these practical things that you're telling these girls. And thank you, Jennifer, for the practical help you're offering moms, the beauty of them being here today to share this story is to give you hope for those of you who are listening. Maybe you're in the dark part of the storm and you might wonder, is my girl going to be okay? Am I going to survive this? And I think you both would be able to say, yeah, you can. If you 
turn to the Lord and entrust your life and surrender to him. Is anything else that you would like to say um, related to your story, related to God, related to the struggle? Feel free to encourage these ladies. I think I would just like to encourage the mom that it's okay to cry out to God when you need to. Again, I feel like sometimes we just want to fix it all and be it all and do it all. And and it can lead to exhaustion. And the exhaustion is real and the frustration is real and the, the hard days are real. And I think sometimes that has to be acknowledged. And I'm sure, uh, Ms. Lori, you can understand the hard is real. You're not blowing it out of proportion. The overwhelm is a real emotion. The other side of the coin, if you will, though, is also use this time to build a foundation with your children, whether it be in this case, I have two daughters, whatever children you have, males or females, just use this time Use the hard, if you will, to pour into them as much as you possibly can. Now that the three of us are a little bit older, I feel like one of the ways he's redeemed it for us is that we have a foundation in our relationship that is very hard to shake. We've been through so much together, if you will, that we stick together We have an understanding of each other that's very rare. And there are days where I have to be careful and not wish my previous life back. I have to be careful with that. But by the same token, God often reminds me what he's redeemed from it is the relationship and the bond I have with my daughters. And it takes time. It takes gentleness. It takes effort. Um, It may take some long days. There's a part of that I would not trade is my time with them and my bond with them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's maybe something God has restored and redeemed in our house from the hurt, from the devastation, if you will. That's beautiful. Such a special gift that comes from the loss and from the grief if you push into the relationship and you all have done the hard work. And so I love hearing that. Erica, anything you want to say? Yeah, I would say just to the fatherless girls, something that maybe to some may seem small, but something I wish I would have heard back in my the earlier days of all of this happening is you're going to make it. And you're going to be okay. And God is going to show up in your life if you let him. And he's going to redeem and restore and bring so much joy. And I know maybe some of you guys can't see that yet. There was a time I couldn't see it. And there's still days where I get blindsided and I don't see it. But just kind of being closer to a decade out from it, God's got you. He's going to bring you through. And he is going to bring so much good and joy into your life that, you know, it's going to start to help mend and make it better. And you're going to be okay. Thank you for saying that. 
I know moms, that's their big question. Is my girl going to be okay? And to hear you say that you were wondering if you were going to be okay. Uh, can we really live in this world without an earthly dad? And I absolutely believe that you can. And often it's the very loss that causes us that desperation to press into the Lord. So, of course, Satan is going to do everything he can to pull you away from that relationship. So I'm sure you are who you are today, both of you, because of going through the suffering and the loss of your dad. And again, we wouldn't wish it on anybody, but God is a redeeming God. He is love. He is good. He is kind. And he does have a way of taking what was meant for evil and using it for good. And so thank you for being a light and being a testimony of his faithfulness for so many. Well, I would like to pray for you. And then I would like to ask you all to pray for maybe Jennifer, if you just say a short prayer for moms and then Erica, you can close with a prayer for the girls that I want to start first. But thank you for coming on and sharing your story today. Thank you for asking us. Father, we love you and we trust you. You are sovereign, you are good, and you are kind. And Lord, I just want to pray for Erica and Jennifer right now. Thank you for their willingness to share their story. Lord, I thank you for the hope that they give to moms and to girls who are working through a dark season, a hard season, uh, it's not easy. And they testify to that. I pray, Father, that you would just continue to pour your grace over their relationship, that it would be sweeter and stronger as the days and years go by. Lord, including Ivy and this precious family of women that are a light in this world. I pray that you would give them extra measure of wisdom and discernment when the enemy wants to come against them with his accusations and all the schemes. He doesn't have a lot of new tricks in his bag. He brings out the same old tactics. And I pray, Father, that they would grow in their discernment and their ability to fight the battle that is often not of flesh and blood. I pray blessings over them. I pray that you would continue to use them, be their covering, Lord, and just use them to offer hope and to encourage others that joy does come in the morning. In Jesus' name. Lord, I just thank you for this time and thank you that we are all able to share, Lord. And I just pray for the moms and ladies that are listening, Lord, that you would supply their needs this day. Lord, whether it be that she doesn't feel well, Lord, whether it be that she's exhausted, whether it be that she's discouraged, confused, whether there'd not be enough provision, not enough money in the bank, not enough support, nobody to go to. Lord, whatever her circumstances are, I just pray that you would be with her, that you would show her that you are there. Lord, help her to remember that she is seen. And Lord, I just pray in some way that any word today would serve as an encouragement 
for her, Lord, and just, I pray that you would surround her with your care, surround her with your concern, Lord. And all day today, I've just been reminded of Psalm 68, 5, Lord, the father to the fatherless and defender of the widow. And Lord, we just, we cling to it. We cling to it on so many levels. And we thank you, Lord, that it's a promise that you remind us of, Lord. I pray that you be with the women today that need an extra special touch and blessing, Lord. Um, And again, I thank you for this time in Jesus' name. Lord, I would just like to take this time to lift up the fatherless girls that may be listening to this right now who, wherever they are in their journey of fatherlessness, that you would just show up and show out in their lives, Lord, that you would just guide them, that you would reveal to them that you are a father to the fatherless and that you promise us that and that you bring comfort and peace, a supernatural peace and comfort that only you can bring God and a supernatural joy that only you can bring in times like these also. I just pray that to any fatherless girl that's listening right now that she is redeemed, that her time is redeemed, that her life is redeemed and restored, and that God, you reveal yourself to her in whatever way that needs to be for her, whatever she's going through, whether it's depression or anxiety, if she's scared, if she's having doubts, Lord, would you just calm her mind? Would you bring the answers to her questions? Would you reveal yourself to her how she needs to see you, Lord? We love you and we thank you and we praise you and it's in your name. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving your time and for encouraging these moms. So glad you were here today. Thank Thank you. you. It was good to be here. And moms, please take time to share this with your friends. Let them know we're here. Bring your daughter and maybe you all listen to this together. Maybe it will be a springboard for some important conversation that you need to have and press into the relationship that God has given to you, mother and daughter, that it would be one that you cherish and then press into the relationship that you have with the Lord. He deeply loves you. Mm